another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new bottle of wine. Yes, we do, Natalie. And this week we (laughs) are in the trenches. We are talking how to prepare for an emergency. A 911. (laughs) What situation? <laughs> We're going to be talking about how to build an emergency plan, essentials for your emergency kit, and the importance of being prepared for anything, especially being young, single women. Yes. I feel like, you know, we got to have our guard up just a little bit more. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. we got to be prepared. Yep. If we need to make a skirt, skirt a little situation. Yep. 100%. <laughs> situation. Situation. <laughs> But let's get into a little bit of housekeeping first. Yes. If you guys are listening, you know that we have a new segment called Random Advice. So if you're going through something right now and you need some bestie advice on it, whether it's a relationship, a work thing, a personal thing, we are here for you. So you can write into us at am I doing this right? pod at gmail.com and we will give you advice anonymously on the podcast you can also dm us if you want to am i doing this right pod on instagram instagram and also we are picking our candle winner our candle winner we've been doing that promo for a while Uh and so we asked you guys to rate and review our podcast and then we'd randomly choose from you guys who wins a candle yes and it's happening live natalie has a like a a handful of all these of little these pa- little papers with people's names. Ooh, live on Ooh. air. And also, we already gave a candle away to one person, which is Ashley. Yes, Ashley. Okay, who's next? Who's, who's next? Oh, there's one that remains. Momo. Momo. If your name is Momo and you emailed us. You just want a candle. You want the candle. Yes, we will email you to get your address and send you a candle. But thank you for rating and reviewing. And if you guys want us to do the promo again, let Hit us, us know. Hit, Hit us, us up. up. But thank you to everyone who participated. We love your guys' reviews. It just makes our day. It really we does. Lo- we get so excited when we see you guys review us. We're like, oh my We God. screenshot them and we're like, oh, did you see this? Yeah, like crying. We literally <laughs> love them so much. So thank you guys for participating and being a part of it. Yeah. And that's okay. There's this glass of wine sitting in front of me. And can yeah. you please tell me what we are drinking this week? We are drinking the Joel Gott Cabernet. It's I, a 2013. It is. Wow, well, I was going to say it's very fragrant. I can smell it like the glass from here. Oh, let me do a little ASMR moment. Ooh. So Joel got, he's from St. Helena, where I grew up. And Cab, I mean, I'm sorry. I think you can get this at Target. Really? I think all the Joel got stuff you can get at Target. Or it's like 2013. Safeway. How did you get this? I think I've had it. <laughs> Honestly. Mm, I have something to say about my. We're, we're gonna save it for the end. You know where we did we have red wine in Mexico? Oh, we sent it back. Oh, we sent it back. <laughs> so, guys, we are back from Mexico. If you guys yes. um, have been uh, listening, you know we went to Mexico to celebrate a year of. Am I doing One this year. right? We're back now, mm-hmm. tan and bronze. Yes, and we had the best. Time. It was the best time of our lives. Honestly, yeah. Corinne and I, like we've mentioned before, we're very good like travel buddies. We're on the same We're very on the same vibe. And so it was just so nice because we did jack shit. Diddly shit. We did absolutely nothing. We sat on the beach and we drank. Yep. 
And, and we, eight. And eight. A lo- I'm a human chip. <laughs> I've had so many chips. I've had a lot of fries. Corinne hit the fries pretty hard. <laughs> and we just had the best time. And there was nobody at the hotel. Yeah, we were ass alone. At the- it was almost like freaky. It was kind of scary. <laughs> Like freaky, nobody was there, but it was like a perfect time to travel for us, yes. especially internationally, which obviously we were a little, little scared, we were a little nervy with you know everything going on with Miss Delta. But we uh-huh. were healthy. We've been tested. Yeah. We got in and out. And it was really because no one was at the resort, not but a single us. person. And they had about they were probably a hundred people overstaffed. Oh yeah, so they were just waiting to be like, hey, do you need anything? Yeah. And we're like. We're good. The last guy just came over. We're, I swear we're to God, fine. we're good. We're fine. But I just feel like people need to know that at this particular hotel resort, every night they had live entertainment. Not because it's talking about the first night. Okay. <laughs> okay. The first night's show was what I could only describe as an extravaganza. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Because you'd tell them why. Yeah. So this was, and we did not know this, but this was the first day that this resort was purchased by the Hilton. So it had switched management. So all of corporate was at the resort. It was us and corporate. corporate. Nobody else was there. (laughs) No guests. So beyond the first day, once corporate was gone, it was like a ghost town. But they pulled out all the stops for corporate. I mean, we're did. talking a man on stilts. We're talking body painted women. Yes. <laughs> Naked, basically, in the <laughs> in lobby. The lobby. <laughs> we're talking a live band. Yeah. We're talking aquatic acro, like aquatic <laughs> acrobatics. Yeah. We're talking a jet ski in the pool. We're talking a jet ski in the pool. <laughs> we're talking about a, um, a, also a, what a man pack in the pool. man flying out. Of the pool. On a jet On pack. a jet <laughs> And on top of it, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Four. Fire. Oh, yeah. The fire. There were, They're all in the pool. There are people with their fire dancers. This is all, by the way, happening at once. And then on top. And then on the on top of it, the most insane fireworks show going. And then the music's like, dah, 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 dah. and it's like every possible form of entertainment's happening at once. And we and Natalie are at dinner going, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, the fireworks were so not up to code. No, they were like right next to the building. And they were like, bam, 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 bam. bam. It was like the music. <laughs> like just like blasting and then at least like a hundred fireworks just going off at once it was the they had malfunctioned at all <laughs> it's the definition of doing the absolute they could, you most. couldn't have done more you could not have there's done no more. one else to hire probably <laughs> in mexico to come no. they had hired everyone possible they had hired and then we started to notice that because it was just us and staff, we were like, all these people must just keep recycling into the next show. Yeah. So then our our final show that we saw was the Risqué show. Oh, the Risqué show. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like a Walmart burlesque yeah. situation. Yeah. Lots the, of things at, went wrong. At the conference center. <laughs> she can't be embarrassed for people like I can't watch people embarrassed she can't watch so imagine her and I 
walk into the conference center with like hundreds of seats. <laughs> and these people doing burlesque. <laughs> and then at the end, the guy goes, they are risque show. It was, it was a hell of a time. I, I had, I loved every single second oh of it. Oh my God. I hope you guys got as much enjoyment out of that as we did because it was, we were truly mind blown. It was, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. But we're very lucky that no emergencies happened <sighs> exactly. on this trip. What should have, should, should one have occurred, this yes. episode would really have helped us out. been helpful. So let's <laughs> transition into our episode, which is emergency <laughs> preparedness. Yes. And why we chose this topic. Honestly, both of our moms are essentially doomsday preppers. Oh, yeah. So they, they would highly encourage this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connie, Corinne's mom, is more of like an action plan kind of gal. Yeah. Where um, Marina, my mom, she's more of like a end of the world, pre- like doomsday. Right. Prepper. So I feel like with both of those, that's really going to yeah. help this. Yeah. It really is a nice cohesive moment there. But also, you know, with climate change, creating a new natural disaster like seemingly every single week, mm-hmm. we felt like it was time for a little refresher as preparedness seems to be more and more important. Yes. And we also live in LA and we've been told that the big one is coming at literally any second. Hey, I've been here for 27 years and at any moment. At any moment. Mm-hmm. So really this episode is just as much for us as it is for you guys because yeah. you know my ass is not prepared. Oh, I am prepared. Connie <clears throat> would never you my whole life I did not know that other people did not sleep with flashlights velcroed to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom had my I had in my room I had my own landline next to my bed. Oh, because my, my mom God. was really traumatized from the '94 earthquake. Yeah, because she was pregnant with me. I was. It was in oh. January. I was born in she February. Was eight months pregnant. Yeah, and so when she was laying in bed, she she was laying in bed and she was like, "The ceiling's gonna collapse on me." <gasps> so then when it didn't, her door had shifted. She had to eight months pregnant scale out of the window of her apartment building and down to the ground. Oh, my And if you guys God. know my mom, it's very like her to do this. Oh, very yeah. Capricorn energy. Oh, she's very like, Capricorn like, energy. She's like, like down the, like yes. Spider-Man down the building. She could survive anything. So my whole life, my mom was like, I'd go to bed and if my room was messy, she was like, make a path. And I just have to like move all my shit to the side so I could get oh. out. See, and then action plan. An action plan. We had the flashlight Velcro to the side of my bed. Wow. I had my landline next to my bed. Oh, my God. We were ready to go. She was really prepared. So let's talk about <laughs> preparedness, how you guys can prepare. I think the first step is awareness mm-hmm. and being aware of the natural disaster risks in your community. So if you just moved to a new city or a new state, you might have to look up what is common in your new area. You might yeah. not know, you know? If I moved to the East Coast right now, I don't know what I would do about a hurricane. I would have no idea. So, like, when I lived in New York, I didn't have to worry about earthquakes anymore. But then I had snowstorms, tropical storms, all these storms that I knew nothing about. Con did not prepare me for that. Right. We have California plan only. Yeah. And then also just being aware of emergencies that can happen anywhere. Mm -hmm. So, like, a flood, like a home fire. Those are things to also consider when you're starting to get prepared for an emergency. Yeah. So let's talk about building an emergency plan. Yes. So number one, create your sheltering plan. So if you were to stay at home, for example, like during a tornado, or if you were to seek shelter, like a hurricane, Mm -hmm. be aware of the local options that you have. 
Yeah. And it was actually really important for me to know about the shelter options in my community during the, like, one of the recent brush fires that went near my mom's house. Like the Woolsey or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That went by my mom's house and she left her phone at home when she evacuated really quickly. And I didn't know where she was. And so I drove over there through the fire to go save my mom and my sister, who I can see on fire. My friends, our, our community <laughs> in, is burning down and they're in, in the, the house. Home. And right. I'm like, oh, fuck me. And luckily, I knew that the YMCA in our community was like the lo- local shelter place. I pull up there. These, insert name here, sitting at the community center like, oh, we left our phone at the house. I'm like, excuse me. I'm having a heart attack Very unlike you, Connie Very Klein. unlike Connie Klein. But because I knew that, I knew where to go to look for them. Yeah. Very smart. I know mine, mine at home back growing up was the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But where it is here, I have no idea. Yes. So, again, this episode is for us. Maybe. Again, again, again. Yeah. <laughs> so, there are some indoor options. So, if you live in an area where tornadoes, hurricanes, or other high wind storms can happen, make sure you know where everyone goes for protection, including small interior windowless rooms or the lowest level of a sturdy building like a storm shelter. Right. That's the other thing. In California, we don't have basements or star- storm No. Shelters. So, but if we were to move somewhere, we wouldn't know to like be with I know. So, in your community, this is a place in your neighborhood that should a fire or other emergency that requires you to leave your home, you will meet at. So, this could be like a big tree or a neighbor's house or the end of the driveway. It's like something that you have planned mm-hmm. for the meeting spot. Yes. And then outside of your community, this would be a place where your family will meet should a disaster happen when you're not at home or can't get back to your home. So that could be like, you know, if something were to go down, we're going to meet at the library or a community center or, you know, a, a, a church, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. The YMCA. The YMCA. Mm-hmm. So next for your emergency plan, you're going to want to create also a communication plan. So you want to write down the phone numbers and email addresses for everyone in your household. And having this important information written down will help you reconnect with others in case you don't have your mobile device mm-hmm. or your computer with you or your you know, battery runs down. Mm-hmm. Another thing you can do is store at least one contact on your phone under ICE in case of emergency. So someone can contact your emergency contact if they need be. If mm-hmm. you're unconscious, they have your phone. This was something that I thought was so such a good tip that I'd never heard of. Create a common out-of-town contact. So, so smart. Right? It's important to identify someone outside of your community or state who can act as a central point of contact to help your household reconnect. Yeah. Because power lines might be down. Like, it's just nice to have someone who's, like, probably not experiencing what you're going through to be able to, like, facilitate. Yeah. Also, this is something Connie Klein was really big on, was to make sure that everyone, including children, know how to dial 911 for help. So growing up, my mom had a little piece of paper stuck on our fridge and it said, if you need to call 911, which you know at an early age she taught me how to do, it was like, this is our address. This is my name. This is like, you know, what she kept it at eye level. Oh, she kept it at eye level so I could see it. And she like, I would feel like once a month would bring me over and be like, do you know how to use this? Remember the drill. (laughs) Because a lot of times kids are like, where, you know. I don't know what my address is. If you're like, you know, right. six, you're like, I don't know. Like, what's your mom's name? It's like, I don't know, mom. mom. Like, mommy. Yeah. No, I called 911 when I was little just to like see what happened. Really? Yes. <laughs> I did it like twice. Oh my God. And But both times I hung up and they call back. Oh yeah. 
So, yeah, <laughs> it was not a good idea. But Another thing to consider in a communication plan is that texting is better than calling during an emergency since there's going to be a lot of network congestion mm-hmm. and it, like there could be dropped calls. So if you are going to do a phone call during an emergency situation, make it as brief and short as possible yeah. and try to communicate via text message. Very smart. Mm-hmm. So now that we've got the plan, we got to have the kit. The kit. The kit. So the basic kit, and this is according to ready.gov. You know we love a .gov. We love a .gov. And for this entire kit, you're going to want to store the items in an airtight plastic bag or put the entire kit into one or two easy-to-carry containers like a duffel bag or a plastic bin that you could just, like, grab and go. So in this kit, you're going to need water, one gallon per person per day for several days. That's for drinking and sanitation. I need to put I need to put jugs of water in my car. I know. Um, food, so a three day supply of non perishable food. It's a lot. Oh God. <laughs> a battery powered or hand crank radio. Con oh, had a hand crank you radio. No, they've got those hand crank radios. <laughs> a flashlight. A first aid kit. Masks and ninety fives, preferably. You're gonna want extra batteries. You're gonna want a whistle. Yeah, you're also going to want a dust mask to help filter contaminated air, plastic sheeting and duct tape to shelter in place, moist towelettes, garbage bags, and plastic ties for personal sanitation. Oh, I didn't think about that. Um, Wrench or pliers to turn off a gas line. That was Marina's thing. Oh, really? She was always like, do you know where the gas line is? Oh, I could never. I'm like, I don't know. Um... (laughs) A manual can opener for food. That's really smart. Very smart. And uh, local maps to know how to get around. Mm-hmm. And cell phone with chargers and a backup battery. You can never be too safe with the with the battery. Yeah. You're also going to want to consider your unique needs for your kit. So do you have a medical condition that requires specific equipment? Like for me, I always have to have extra insulin, pumps, needles, test strips, candy, charging cords, Etc. 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 Everything to have in a grab bag at an easy to access location mm-hmm. for my diabetes. Also, if you have babies or small children, you gotta have things like formula bottles, diapers, wipes, and actually games and coloring books for young kids to keep them distracted and entertained in the event that you end up in an evacuation center oh, wow. or if you're in a long car ride, like out of town. You, you're gonna want to keep the kids. Not focused on the chaos. Right. You know? Also, are you the owner of a uterus? Mm. Things like tampons, pads, cups, whatever you use, you're going to want to put at least a week's supply of it in your emergency bag. And pets. Do You, you got to have backup food supply, bowls to put food and water in if they need medications. Yeah. Things like that. Well, I actually do have an emergency kit that I purchased from Judy. This is not an ad. I, I was. She was bamboozled by an ad. Well, it wasn't bamboozled because I do think it's actually pretty good. I'm actually gonna. Open I'm gonna it. have to get one. Um, so Judy is this really cool company that basically makes little emergency kits for you. And I ordered the little fanny pack. But now that I have Archie, my new puppy, I'm actually gonna have to get a bigger one. Um, uh-huh. But in here, I'm it's gonna, honestly kind of a cute fanny pack. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna open it. Oh, I have drinking water. Emergency drinking water. Oh. That has a five-year shelf life. I have in my little pouch mini meal, 400-calorie meal bar. 
I have two ponchos. I have, oh, a glow stick. Oh, I have an emergency blanket to keep me warm. Smart. Okay. And in here, dust mask. Uh-huh. First aid kit. Oh, the first aid kit. And a little whistle. The whistle. A little. And so that's just like, it's, this was just like their basic. They have like a big one. They have a tub that if you're like at a, you know. Uh-huh. If a big household, but this was just like for, it said for one to two people. I need to get that just to like have it under my bed. Oh, I keep it right next to my bed. So if, if I'm Connie Klein, I'm in the 94 earthquake and I'm like seeing the roof shake, right. I'm like, I'm just strap this little fanny pack on. I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing my Jude. And I'm going to put my little whistle in my mouth uh-huh. so they can find me in the debris. Be a little, <laughs> be a little Kate Winslet on the little thing floating in the ocean. <laughs> So anyways, you guys, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes if you yeah. guys want to order from I need Judy. to get one. Yeah, I, I wonder if they have like a pet version too. That would be really nice. That would be nice. And another thing to consider is having an emergency kit in your car too. Mm-hmm. Um, things like a spare tire that's properly inflated, jumper cables, flashlight, first aid kit, car charger for your cell phone, yeah. a fire extinguisher, which I think like it seems like very, would be very useful. Like Yeah. You know, also, consider if you live somewhere cold weather. Yeah. Um, things like a snow brush, a shovel, windshield washer fluid, warm clothing, cat litter, I guess is really good for traction oh. and breaking down ice, and blankets. Yeah, if you're stuck in your car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing that I was just thinking of is chains. If you, have, if you um, don't have four-wheel drive and you have to have chains on your tires, perhaps keep the chains in the vehicle. So now we have just like some random preparedness tips that we have just learned along the way mm-hmm. as non-experts. Yes. And from experience, unfortunately. One that I learned when I was in the midst of an emergency, which was the big Napa fire of 2017, was to fill your bathtub with water right as the shit hits the van. In the event that the water gets shut off, oh, because that they do shut it off, or you don't have a- access to any clean water, at the minimum, you can put the bathtub water into like your Brita. You can give it to your pets if they need it. And if you still have access to gas, you can boil it on your stove, use it for cooking, sanitizing things. All of that. Yeah. Another random preparedness tip is to always keep your car at least one-fourth a tank full for a quick getaway. <coughs> Joe. <coughs> Joe. 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 Um, and if you're seeing a disaster on the horizon, fill up ASAP. You know everybody does that, but get ahead of it. Yeah. Um, I always see those like long gas lines on the news. I did that at the fire because I literally watched it break out and I went immediately to the gas station and like 10 minutes later, they were like out of gas. It was crazy. Yeah. Next, just have a plan to charge your phone. Keep a phone charger that works in your car. Charge up the external batteries. You know, we've been we've been hitting it hard on the 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 charged phone front. Yes, and another thing is to keep snacks with long shelf lives in your car in case a disaster occurs while you're on the road. Mm-hmm. Oh God, yeah, that would stress me. Corinne does not do well. I have to have snacks she, at all times. Yeah, she has a very like food scarcity situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep a pair of shoes under your bed in case you have to get out and don't have any access to shoes. And this, I wish my dad had done this because in the big Napa 2014 earthquake, 
all the glass was shattered and my grandma lives with us but at the other side of the house mm. and he had to walk over all the shattered glass. Oh my God. So keep those shoes under your bed, people. Yes, and also be prepared to have your internet go out and have printed directions on ways to get out of the area. Yeah, mm-hmm. I needed that when I evacuated for a fire and I was like, I'm just going to start driving and then at some point, I guess I'll figure out where I'm going wow. if I got cell service again. Mm-hmm. So it that's a very good thing to be prepared for. And then also the minute you start to suspect danger, call or text a friend from outside of the area and let them know what's going on and ask them to be on standby in case you need to go to their house, have them look up directions for you, look up the latest updates on the internet. And I called Corinne, I remember Mm -hmm. when I was evacuating for that fire, and I was packing my car up and I was like, okay, like this is what's happening. I'm getting on the road. I will let you know when I get to my destination safely because I had like no, I had one patch of cell service. Yeah. But I was able to get to her and to tell her like. You're really good about keeping me updated on all of that. It was really scary being far away, but it just, it still felt good to know what's going on. Yeah. And it was good to know, like for me too, I was like, I could just start driving south to Mm -hmm. you, you know? Mm -hmm. So just to have a line of communication open with some. Yes, and and that's our episode. But if you guys want help creating your own emergency kit or emergency plan, please visit ready.gov for more help. We got a lot of this information from ready.gov and it is like so, so helpful. So please check that out. It'll be linked in the show. In the notes. (laughs) And that's the episode. So we hope you guys feel inspired to get your own emergency plan, know what to have in your emergency kit and feel prepared for anything that may come your way because you can motherfucking do it. You can do it. Okay, Nat, so should we circle back on this Joel Got wine mm-hmm. that we're this drinking? This cab. Do you want to introduce our hottie or should I? I'll introduce him. Go ahead. You know we loved a themed hottie we and so we had to find someone that made sense for an emergency episode. Yeah. And we thought someone who's big, who's strong, who could definitely survive an emergency. Take care of us. Is The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He was also in the San Andreas movie, which uh-huh. was about the big one. <laughs> about the giant earthquake. And he's also been in like multiple jungle-themed movies, uh-huh. like Jungle Cruise and Jumanji. I just feel like he's very adventure. He yeah. could just survive. He could figure it out. He could figure it out. Also, in Jungle Cruise, he looked very hot with that little hat. <laughs> we, we both <laughs> discovered that he was hot in yeah. Jungle Cruise. We were watching it at the theater, and we were like, hold on. <laughs> Is he hot? Is Dwayne The Rock Johnson hot? We yes. determined yes. And he's the hottie of now the week. Now he's the hottie of the week. <laughs> so, so one to Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne. So here's the thing. I usually don't like. I love this. I <laughs> don't like cabs. I like it a lot. I'm like, I fuck with this. I give it a nine. I'm going to give it a nine. Nine out of the rock. We really like this. We like this. Also, I'm pretty sure it's like very affordable. Okay. And Joel again, got. go to your local Target. Pick it up. Joel Link God. in the show notes if you guys want to pick up a bottle. Shout out to the gods. All right, this is part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game, and this week we're doing a best friend quiz, which uh, you keep saying we've done before, and I don't remember doing it. So you know you don't remember. Yeah. I don't. We did it on Chef Megan Mitchell's episode. Doesn't so ring a bell. <laughs> basically, you're gonna pick a number between one and oh, 40. I remember this. Okay, yes. I and then I'm going to ask you the question. One in 40? It's one to 40. Okay. And I have not read these. So okay. I don't know what they are. I'm going to go with maybe 13. 13. Yes, that was the one you chose last time. 
Wow, way to be consistent. Okay, um, I'm going to do 27 then. 27. I feel like I did 27. Oh, God. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, when were you most impressed by me? Oh, my God. I impressed by you all the time. Oh, um, let That's me so think. Nice. I think there's some personal wins that I probably can't say on the air. Hmm. Um, but, I mean, I'm – I would say, like, I'm always impressed by you in the fact that I don't think people really realize that you – how much goes into your business. And I feel like I really get – I'm privy to what it really takes to drop new collections, new fragrances, new candles. And you really do – I know you tell me, like, even how stressed you are, but you do it with so much grace. Oh, wow. Thank you. You do. And I'm always just so blown away when you drop new things. And I'm like, I can't believe she created this. Oh, my God. Wow. Thank you so much. It really – that's such a nice compliment because it really does – like, people don't understand. They really don't. It's like – and, like, with jewelry, too, it's like the process of making one piece of jewelry is like – it's a whole thing. I know. And I just feel like – I just have to shout you out because it's a lot of hard work. Wow. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. That's so nice. Okay. I'm going to hand you the phone so you can choose. And I'm going to go with number 33. 33. I wonder if this is the same one I did. Oh, we've done this one. Oh, okay. Damn. 22. 22. What drives me crazy? What drives Corinne crazy? Mm -hmm. Um, trying to think of like, like specific things. I mean, I know like, well, I don't want to like put anyone on blast. <laughs> you put Joe on blast. I was going to say certain things that Joe does, like, like when you are traveling and actually just have ga- the gas, the gas, mm-hmm. or just like the fact that men will just pretend like they know things. Yes. <laughs> And they're like, oh, can you remind me how to do this? It's like, you don't know how to do it. Yeah. You don't know how to do it. Yes. So like little things like that, I know, really. What was the question? Oh, it drives you crazy. Yeah. I mean, you don't go crazy. I could answer it, though. I know one thing. Okay. I feel like it's something that I'm forgetting. No, it's not. It's not. It's just like kind of this energy that I have sometimes. Uh Um, I can have very narc energy. I love rules. Oh, she does love rules. I hate when people break rules. Yeah. I will, I get, like, my dream job, which I realized was not everyone else's dream job, was to be the hall monitor. Oh. I just wanted to hand out tickets. Yeah. <laughs> you should be a, you should be a, a, like a West Hollywood parking enforcer. Oh, my. Drive that little Prius around. I would love that. Because <laughs> I just hate when people get away with things. Like, we're all abiding to the way this, this right. society works. Yes. She does love rules. We're going to show up tardy. Not no. on my watch. No, she's not. You're going to get a tardy slip. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So should we, we do one let's more? Let's do one more. Okay, Why we'll not? do one more. We'll do one more. Pick a number. Um, Ten. Number ten. <laughs> this one says, sigh. What was my most embarrassing moment? Most embarrassing? I know. I'm like, I just am embarrassing. You, know, you always say that you're always embarrassed of yourself, but you're not. Um, I mean, the one that I'm thinking of is the fall. The fall. <laughs> the fall, which we've talked about on the podcast before, but Natalie tumbled over in I public. And it was, it was bad. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't like a casual little, like, it was a, like, I don't even know how it could physically happen. <laughs> 
like the physics of how you fell doesn't make sense with the no, because, laws of the universe. Right, because I, I landed feet uh, up. I landed in the opposite direction that <laughs> most humans stand. Yeah, it just, yeah, it was mind-blowing how you could have fallen that way. <laughs> Corinne sent me a TikTok. Corinne sent me a TikTok the other week that was like, it was this girl that like kept just like randomly laughing and it was like, when you remember when your best friend fell five years ago. I, I, whenever I think of you falling. And the way I saw I it was too. very cinematic. Because, like, I just looked and your legs were shot up in the air. And I was like, what? And because there were bags yeah. flying. We were in a train station. I would say that was probably my most embarrassing moment. Like, in public. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, it was, it was pretty uh, funny. Okay. One more. One through 40. One more. I'm going to go a 17. Okay. I feel like I did that one, too. Yes, you did. Of course I did. Did I do seven? No. Okay. Who would I invite to my fantasy dinner party? It's only one person? I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Neve. No, dinner party. Oh, a dinner party. Okay. Neve from Catfish. Yes. I'm going to say Cleo Wade. Oh, my God. Yes. I would love to have Cleo Wade. Who else? Who else would you just be like, oh my God, Rihanna. Riri. A little Riri moment. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to also think like, is there one that's dead? You know how sometimes people are like, oh, oh dead or alive? Hmm. I can't really think of one that would be. I'd want Anne Frank there. Even oh. though she's a child, maybe she shouldn't be there. I want to drink. She was, she was, uh, <laughs> I want to drink. <laughs> she was wise for her age. Though. I know, but I really, uh. I read, I've read the diary of Anne Frank so many times and I just, I'm, have you been to her house? Oh yeah. In Amsterdam. I gotta go to that. It's a lot. Remember the controversy with Justin Bieber? What? He signed the book, like the guest book in her house. That he said you're a G or something. He said, I know you would be a believer. <laughs> fuck out of He town. really did. He really did that. Aww. This was JB. JB. This, this was. Pre-Haley. Yeah. This was in, in his, you know, the peeing in buckets moment. Yeah. Oh, God. We can forgive him. <laughs> but hey, that would be your dinner party, I think. Oprah. <sighs> Definitely Oprah. And like uh, some like spiritual like person. Dalai Lama. Ah, the Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama. This would be a pretty wild. It Rihanna be- and the Dalai Lama together? I, I would mean, love to see that. Liddy. Talk <laughs> about absolutely Liddy. And then Anne Frank comes from beyond the great. <laughs> That's a, a, can I come? I'd love to and join. And you, you will also be there. Oh, thank you of so much. Course. Thank you so much. Okay, well, that's our episode. Thank you guys for listening. And we will be back next week with another episode. Love you guys. Love you. Bye.